0: Hi, I'm Brittany Bly. And I'm Anna Marie Newell and welcome to Pilot
1: Lights, the podcast brought to you by two highly unqualified adults who break down
0: pilot episodes of new and old TV shows. And just so you know, this podcast comes with a permanent Spoiler Alert!
1: Listeners, I'm Brittany Bly, and you're listening to our podcast, Pilot Lights. I'm here with my wonderful co-host, Anna
0: Marie Newell. Hey Annie. Hi. <laughs> How's it going today? So today's such a wonderful day, and I'm having a blast. Yeah. Why? Everything I'm doing. Um, it is my favorite month, March. Are you serious? What? Okay, but do you know why? One International Women's Day. Yes,
1: three point one four.
0: Okay. <laughs> well, first I said International Women's Day, and then my favorite non-federal holiday is Pie Day, and so I just get really excited. I'm trying to plan my festivities, and I'm trying to—I don't know. Okay. Well, listeners, so? let me
1: jump in while you're gathering your thoughts.
0: Uh, <laughs> we had a Pie
1: Day, um, in Celebration. COVID 2021 March. Was it, yeah, it would have been 2021 because it was like finally we could have people over to our house and we had pie and pizza and anything that could be considered a pie. Anything that was round. Yeah, and Anna Marie um, made a playlist <laughs> that had all numbers and anything to do with numbers on it. Actually, yep. you should post a link to that playlist. I That's
0: should. It's about. literally called my pie day songs or Pi Day playlists or something and it's anything that makes sense to me <laughs> so wait hold on my favorite
1: part would be like a song would start and you'd kind of freeze and then look over and be like do you know why this is in here
0: <laughs> yeah like I'm a, just like grinning and like then a puzzle yeah very much like I have here we go I have Santana and Rob Thomas smooth uh-huh on that song on that playlist and I say hmm why is that a song on my playlist well because functions functions are smooth and like trigonometric functions that deal with pi uh are typically smooth and continuous typically yeah how was your week this week it was so good yesterday I had just a really nice day where I picked up these sweets and treats from this nice um little tiny bakery that's in the town that I live Uh uh-huh And so I went and I had to, you know, I'm going to pick it up at nine in the morning on Saturday, which even though I usually wake up at like five something and you would think nine wouldn't be that hard for me to do. It's a Saturday. So anyway, I pull myself out of bed. I get these treats. Oof, these scones. These are like cherry Mm. almond scones Mm. and pecan rolls. Uh, Anyway, and then I just kept driving. And you I like to do that
1: though. You I do really that.
0: do. It's my form of escape. I'm alone. I'm in control. It was a beautiful day. I had my sunroof cover open because it was still a little chilly. And then I ended up in like Amish uh-huh. a- area. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm in Ohio. And oh my gosh, I stopped at this cheese and deli meat stand mm. or like store. Oh my gosh, I got so many things and I ate this panini. Oh anyway, needless to say, yesterday was a food day. Well, that sounds fun. I love that. Sounds like a fun adventure. I know. The city I went to is home of the first concrete road in America. Wow, but I mean, look at you. I don't know. That's pretty your, awesome. Bartholomew. Okay, anyway.
1: Okay.
0: Um <laughs> what okay. about you?
1: Um, it was a I think I told you it's it was it's, I feel like I say this. March is not my favorite month, even though uh-huh. it's your favorite month, because okay. I feel like it's like the dead of winter. Drab. Yep. Yeah. So for me, I have like horrible seasonal depression. And so I don't even say it's depression. I just have seasonal, maybe it is depression. I just like can't it's stand when like it's like gloom. this snowy. Gloom. Yeah. And it, and I just want to be outside, and I want to go for a walk, and I can't because it's cold. But yeah. I can, but it's just miserable because I'm wet and cold. Anyways, let me complain about it more. Um, <laughs> I got into a G- Jason Segel mo- mode um, uh, from mood from our last episode. From our last episode, and yeah. so I started watching Freaks and Geeks, which I would love to do Freaks and Geeks. But then I like watched a few episodes, and then you love forgetting Sarah Marshall. I do.
0: And-
1: for whatever reason, I've never seen this movie. Yeah, that's really surprising. It's so surprising because I've seen I Love You Man. I've seen yeah. a lot of other, and I don't think it's Jed Apatel, but like I've seen a lot of those types yeah. of films and I just had never seen it before. Uh-huh. Everybody's in that movie. I know. It, it's yeah. so funny. It's, I know. It, also, it, I read, uh, I actually saw in an interview, you know, the scene at the opening when Kristen Bell comes home and he's naked? Yeah. That's like something that actually happened to him. Like he got broken up with when he was like, (laughs) (laughs) anyway. So So he
0: put that in. He's like, well, this is real. Well, He's like,
1: in that moment when I was getting broken up with standing there naked, I thought to myself, this will be a really good story that I write about someday. (laughs) So plug to Conan O'Brien podcast because it's. So funny.
0: Now, that movie came out when I was in college, and man, all my roommates and I would watch it. I don't know I missed it. All the time. And we would quote the most random, obscure lines. Yeah. So I was watching it last night, too, because of you. And I was laughing hysterically, not just at the jokes themselves, but at my memories of my friends and I laughing at those jokes. Like,
1: I posted a video of the scene of him playing the piano like and slowly singing the muppets like theme and then he just starts crying and i'm like dying laughing in the video on instagram i had like four or five people respond and say how have you how have we been friends and you've never seen this movie i, know, yeah. I was like i don't know i'm embarrassed but whatever okay let's talk about um let's talk about our show yeah
0: yeah okay so we are we watched the new show not dead yet Mm -hmm. it first came out on february 8th so only a few weeks ago this year it's an abc show but you can also stream it on hulu so (laughs) i watch it on hulu yeah me too so far i mean okay it's only been on a few weeks there's only a few episodes um there's like four different directors dean holland todd holland gail mancuso and melanie mayron Also, Dean Holland and Todd Holland, like, wouldn't you think that they're brothers? They're not. Well, why is it impossible for me to find the fact online that they are brothers? Because I I type in both their names, nothing comes up. I type in Dean Holland brother, nothing comes up. Like, what in the world? Maybe they're not brothers. Okay, but what are the chances? (laughs) Anyway, these directors, maybe you don't know them by names, but they um, have done so many things, like, so many shows... The Office, Parks and Rec, The Good Place, Malcolm in the Middle, Modern Family, Gilmore Girls, Jane the Virgin, which makes sense because it was in the show, Glow. I love Glow. I know. So this is like a star-studded group of directors, Uh (laughs) and then there's like so many other writers on the show, and they're also from so many good Big funny sitcoms and shows and movies so I mean you would think it's uh really setting this show up for uh success yeah, I guess yeah I mean <laughs>
1: maybe these are all just people that just like direct <laughs> like they just like call in like a stock of directors to just say, like hey we need someone to direct this episode I'm on it <laughs> oh that's well, maybe yeah <laughs> we're on call should I read the IMDB blurb please okay ready <clears throat> Follows Nell Serrano, broke, newly single, and feeling old, who is working to restart the life and career she left behind 10 years ago. Hmm. Um, she's the same age as me, so I'm she's not... 37. Yeah, I'm not... Like, don't feel old, you know? <laughs> I know. But yeah. also, that doesn't say anything about the fact that she sees dead people.
0: Yeah, which is literally the whole plot the show. Yeah, yeah, it's like we're not giving anything away. Like, that's not a spoiler alert because yeah. everyone knows that that's what the show is about.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. You just watch the... Yeah, it's, it's called Not Dead Yet. There's <laughs> yeah. nothing in here about dead. It could even say something like starting her her career, now working as an obituary writer. That would give us even more information. Yeah, you know? right.
0: But it okay. doesn't. So, okay. Is there yeah. any
1: Are there any taglines?
0: I... I didn't really find any good taglines, but there's this poster. So if you look at the show, so not dead yet, you see Gina Rodriguez looking all, I don't know, hopeless or whatever. And then, you know, when you type into Google and you, it like can predicts. finish. Yeah. Yeah. It'll predict what you're trying to write. Uh-huh. So it says, do all obituary writers. And then there's two options that come up and it says, see dead people. <laughs> and then the other one is hydrate with wine. <laughs> Stupid. So I don't know if those are considered taglines. <laughs>
1: I don't know. It's like a poster.
0: <laughs> I know. Well, sometimes I get the taglines from I the know. posters. Yeah, it's true. Okay, anyway, talk about the cast.
1: All right. So we have our main character, who is Nell Serrano, and mm-hmm. she is played by Gina Rodriguez. She's our main character, who's moved back to Pasadena or Los Angeles. Is mm-hmm. that the same place? I don't know. It's I, not. And okay. she had recently. Okay, thank you. She had recently been, like, f- we find this out literally in the first scene, like, followed yeah. her boyfriend to London, was engaged, um, and was there for 10 years. And then, like, he broke off her engagement. And she's moved mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, Gina Rodriguez is known for Jane the Virgin. Not yes.
0: <laughs> ugly. Oh. Betty. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's another, I can always get the two of woman them mixed up. I know. Fun fact: I have met Gina Rodriguez. Oh, cool! I was in Hawaii, and we were on the beach. I was with some friends, and then there are all these like sea turtles around, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, the sea turtle. One of them was like trying to get back into the water, going really slowly. Um, then all of a sudden, these two women come out with us, and this woman is like so excited she's so happy she's grinning from ear to ear like freaking out about this turtle and i'm just like is that jane no way yeah it was gina rodriguez and like uh, i didn't want to bring attention to it because you know when celebrities are like on vacation they don't really want to be bothered oh uh, yeah like, hi <laughs> was she so nice she was so nice and also She's a great swimmer, and she loves turtles, apparently. So there we go. <laughs> How long did you
1: talk to her? That's actually a cool story.
0: Um, I barely spoke to her, but I was in her vicinity. So that's, that's cool. That's, that's really the cool. most, probably the most famous person I've ever been close to. I've told you about my famous person,
1: right? Who? My brother and I went to a comedy, like a stand-up show in New York, and I was waiting in line in the bathroom. And I was standing behind this person. And when I came back, my brother was like, "Man, that lady you were standing behind looks like Michael Sarah." And I was (laughs) like, "Lady?" Yeah, he's like, "That lady in that sweater looks like Michael Sarah." And I kind of looked, and I was like, "Yeah, she does kind of look like Michael Sarah." And then, like, I don't know, it it was Michael Sarah. I was standing behind Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah. It was not. She was not a woman. She was, in fact, Michael (laughs) Sarah. Um, so that's my famous story. So much. Okay, (laughs) Okay, let's keep going. All right. So then we have her best friend Sam, who's played by Hannah Simone. Mm -hmm. I love Hannah Simone because she was a new girl and she played CeCe. Mm -hmm. And she's just like this beautiful, plays kind of the same character. Yeah. But she's funny, you know? She is. Yeah. So she's her best friend, Nell's best friend. She works at the paper. She's this like working mom and they've been friends forever um it's clear that they were friends even though she was overseas but like if she was in london but like you know life kind of moves on so we get a little sense of that then we have lexi who's kind of the manager of the paper but her Mm -hmm. dad owns the paper and Nell and sam used to not like her because she was this like stuck up person but um as Nell has come back sam has kind of built a relationship and a friendship with her anyways she's super stuck up and just kind of like uppity and that uh Lexi is played by the actress Lauren Ashe mm-hmm. and I only know Lauren Ash from the TV show Superstore where she plays Dina who's the manager
0: yeah did you watch it well I've seen uh a lot of it because Same. our roommate Christina would watch it all the time oh yeah and I would just watch it with her and that's why I, like I would see uh Lexi in this show and I would think why does she look so familiar yeah why can't I picture her in a tight low bun in a polo shirt um and then I was like oh my gosh superstore yeah Um, but she looks uh
1: better in this show yeah she looks different and it's it's just so funny yeah uh-huh. i i loved watching superstore with christina because nobody has a better laugh and a faster laugh than like christina <laughs>
0: it's so true. like anytime
1: we would watch a show with her it was like just laughing at how much she was laughing at stuff sometimes <laughs> yeah,
0: <know>. it's true.
1: <laughs> yeah so uh i just shout out to christina yeah um, okay and then we have edward who is Nell's roommate, who we find out later on in the episode is autistic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess he was on a TV show called As We See It, where he oh. did play an autistic adult. I, I would assume that he is autistic. Um, I couldn't see anything on well, it, but I would assume.
0: a little autistic?
1: Yeah. And I, I would ass- – I love – I mean, as a person who works with children who have disabilities that range from all types of disabilities – And autism is a neurodivergent, um, Mm -hmm. I don't always say disability, but uh, I always appreciate like representation of a person who he's like an environmental lawyer and he's really smart, but he's also really particular about things. And I think the more we uh, normalize that, I think it's really good. Anyways, so he's her really neurotic roommate though. (laughs) So he like makes her walk his dog and all this stuff. Puts post-it
0: notes everywhere.
1: And did I say he's, so Edward is the roommate and he's played by Rick Glassman. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have another friend at the newspaper named Dennis, who's played by Josh Josh Banday, and I don't know anything that he was in, but he's kind of this like he does the Metro News, and he's openly gay, and and they all were very good friends, I think, before now left, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, and then we have Cricket. <laughs> J- Cricket, who is um the main, um the first. Person that Nell does a, an obituary for, she's plays his no. wife. Yes, I'm sorry. Go on. His widow, and that yeah. is Angela Elaine Gibbs. I also put down Tina, um, <laughs> who was their coworker <laughs> eating salad, played by male male melee. I don't know Flanagan, but yeah. I just found it that that scene made me laugh so hard. Tina's a she's, working mom too, and she's just
0: eating. Yeah salad okay but the thing is that salad is a thing throughout, i know like, the i entire saw that first just, few episodes like later because so i've guys i've watched all the episodes that are out now and <laughs> they're always talking about tina and her salads and it's just like it's so funny it's so funny there's one more person we should mention uh the character's name is monty and um he's played by martin mole do you know where he's from where, or like how do you recognize him or do you?
1: Is this the guy that is the first person in yeah. the I didn't recognize him. I should oh. have.
0: Oh, he's in like a whole bunch of... Like, he's older. Um, He's been in so, so, so many things. Like, honestly, if you look at his filmography list on oh. IMDb, it's it's so many things. He usually plays really small roles, though. Mm-hmm. Um, The main thing that I really recognize him from is Sabrina the Teenage Witch. He was oh, the yeah. principal at the school. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Even though, again, he's been in so many things. Oh, that's funny. Um, yeah. So, Not
1: Sabrina from Netflix. You're talking about Melissa Joan Hart, Sabrina.
0: I mean, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yeah. yeah. Melissa okay. Joan Hart. The, All right. The funny good one.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Okay. Um, so that's our cast. I'm sure there's more people that kind of come in and out, but that seems to be like the main the main characters, for, especially for this pilot episode.
0: So. Yep. All right, yep. you want to talk about the plot? Let's get I started do. on it. Okay, so <laughs> let's just say in the first, I want to say 30 seconds, you learn almost everything there is to know about Nell Serrano uh, because she voices over um, literally introducing herself. So she's 37. She moved to London five years ago for a man, like for love. She literally, like, gave up her career to move, which, I mean, I get. Um, not no- not necessarily for a man, but <laughs> anyway. Uh, didn't work out. They broke up. Um, I'm not sure if it was that he cheated on her or it was just fizzled out. I don't know. But now she's back in L.A. She's back at her old job. She works at a newspaper place called SoCal Independent. And yeah, I just um, love-
1: like I love that. That's like Name. the second show we've done of like a news, <laughs> like a newspaper. Nobody reads newspapers. I know. Anymore. Oh,
0: Alaska Daily was the other one, yeah. which also All right. hasn't come back. Um. Anyway, so she, you can tell, like obviously, based on what she says about herself, like in the voiceover and what we see, she's not put together. I mean. Uh-huh her like apartments a mess you get she wakes up kind of late she doesn't have clean underwear she's probably she's wearing like bikini bathing suit bottoms as underwear today Mm -hmm. you know because whatever um she lives in an apartment with a roommate so that is what's his name uh his name is Edward. edward they met on craigslist And so, obviously, they're not friends or anything. Um, Anyway, so she gets to her work. And her friend Sam is like, welcome back. Uh, Like, I got you a plan. Here's some, you know, gifts or whatever. And it's just funny because she's, like, taking all these gifts off of people's desks. Like, I got you this plan. And it's like, (laughs) somebody's plan from their desk. Here's some pen. Happy birthday. Um, Anyway, and then Dennis comes over. So he's the other kind of boss. Um, at the place. And it seems like the three of them used to be friends, you know, work friends or close friends. And then now it's just kind of weird because Nell has been gone for so many years and then she's kind of starting at the bottom again. Yeah. Yeah. And they, like Sam and Dennis, are both kind of heads of certain departments, whatever. So anyway, Nell is like, well, what do you... Like, where am I? what What am I doing? And then, uh, obituaries <laughs> she's she's got to write about dead people. So she's not excited because, like, I don't think anyone would really like that assignment, right?
1: I don't know. I mean, maybe because you you obviously have to talk. I just thought that families wrote obituaries. I didn't realize there was like an actual author of an obituary so yeah. what do you have to talk to the family to write it it just seems
0: like yeah. so much
1: like so she would have, okay anyways keep going
0: yeah so that day like the day of the first episode is actually her birthday and um she she goes home she sees this box of chocolates on the counter and she, and it has like a ribbon on it and she's like oh my gosh my roommate got me chocolate so she starts eating turns out <laughs> It's not for her. It's for the roommate's girlfriend. And they kind of get into this little, um, it's like a little argument about like, make sure you do this and make sure you don't do that. And he's like so particular about things. And then she says this joke. She's like. She goes,
1: what do you have Asperger's or something?
0: Yeah. And he's like,
1: yeah. And she goes, oh my gosh, I am so sorry. I'm so sorry. And he's like, no, I don't. Or something. It's like, do you really? He's like, no. And then um, she's like, oh, okay. And he's like, why? You think I have Asperger's? And she's like, no. And
0: he goes, well, I do. And then he like walks out and that's like the whole conversation. (laughs) Which Um, let me just tell you, I thought that was so cringy. Why? Well, one, who just out of the blue, like pops (laughs) off a joke that someone has Asperger's. Also like.
1: Also, like, we don't use that term anymore. Like, you don't don't use the term Asperger's, which he says later. Um, But yeah, like, who would do that? Maybe somebody who doesn't have their life together.
0: I know. Well, and I know that she's been out of the U.S. for so many years, but even five years ago, it was not. uh,
1: Well, and I can't imagine that it's
0: not okay to say in England
1: either. Like, I'm sure, like, it's
0: it's definitely jumped the pond of political (laughs) correctness. I don't know. Anyway, so so again, we see a little bit of her relationship with Edward and then how, yeah, she's not doing great. Yeah. Um, okay, so because it's her birthday, she's uh, going to a bar and meeting up with Sam and Dennis for like a friend's birthday or like party. And she's at the bar. She's alone at right now because her friends aren't there yet. And this old man is sitting next to her and like just starts talking to her, which – is a little awkward isn't it it's just like yeah who are you why are you talking to me she is engaging with him but then it kind of gets a little weird and then her friends show up so um she's so excited sam and dennis are there but then also there's lexi and lexi is essentially the boss of them but like Brittany mentioned she Was someone that they, that Sam and Nell like didn't like. They like hated her. (laughs) Uh, They thought she was stuck up and entitled and talks about her horses too much and thinks old Navy is a branch of the military. (laughs) You know, like that type of stuff. So anyway, Nell is like really upset that Lexi's there at her birthday party. And, um, it comes out, though, that Sam and Lexi have gotten much closer since Nell left, and then they even, like, during the pandemic, um, which I always get a kick out of when shows mention the pandemic. Same. Yeah. Um, and they said that Lexi and Sam were, like, potting together, so, like, their families were Would you say quarantining together, or they were just like they were within each other's pod? Yeah. What did we What did we call that? We'd never called pod. No, but when she said it, it didn't. That's
1: exactly what I thought of. Like I was like, oh, we just said quarantine together, because like in our situation, it was our roommates, like Jess in her house, and Maddie and those guys, and then Kim.
0: Yeah. But there was a word that we used to say, anyway, you can cut this up, but there was a word that we used to say, like, oh, yeah, we're all in our, you know, oh, they're in our whatever. And it wasn't pod, but it was definitely something. So, anyway, unimportant. And um, so, you can tell Nell is getting a little jealous, right? mm mm-hmm. um, Kind of upset. And uh, she tries to brush it off, and Nell, like, invites her best friend Sam to this 80s party club thing like on Saturday but it turns out that Sam has plans with Lexi on Saturday and so then do you know what happens after that right then at the bar
1: yeah she's like rude to Lexi and tells her like we used to call you scotch tape because you're stuck up and Mm -hmm. Sam's like clearly really embarrassed about it and Mm -hmm. Lexi's like well I'm gonna get my bag and then she leaves it's like clear she's detached but she is like she's detached from them because she's you know stuck up or whatever but they're they're friends with her and having left Nell still sees this as like well we hate her and so it's just it's like a further affirmation to her at like how much she's missed Uh um, being gone with this relationship that ended up ultimately going nowhere
0: yeah exactly Mm-hmm. So then she goes home. So then she goes home, she's alone, she's drinking, playing with condoms or whatever, blowing up like balloons, and then all of a sudden, that same old man from the bar is in her apartment, and she is freaking out as... Someone would, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, she holds up, I don't know, a fork and like threatens to kill him. She's like, I'll kill you. And he said, Don't bother, I'm already dead. Yep. And then like, well, commercial break. <laughs> um, so anyway, it turns out his name is Monty Waxberg, and he's actually the man that she is supposed to write an obituary about this week. Which She's, like, putting the pieces together. She, like, goes over and finds that folder of info that Dennis gave her about this man, Monty. And she, like, holds up this picture, like, an older picture of him. And it's literally the man. Mm -hmm. And so she's just, like, oh, my gosh. I'm going crazy. I've had too much to drink. The chili cheese fries were, like, too much on my stomach or something. She thinks it's, like, a hallucination. So she goes to bed and, like... Tries to barricade her door so that this crazy man slash possibly dead ghost or whatever uh can't come in. But then what in the morning? <laughs> He's just like sitting right next to her. He's like, Good morning. So she screams, um, picks up a little hand vacuum. It made me think of um Casper. Oh yeah. <laughs> Or, like, Ghostbusters, when they would, like, suck up ghosts. So, anyway, um, the roommate, Edward, comes in. He's like, oh, I heard you scream. Are you okay? And then you can tell, because she was just talking to Monty, the ghost. And and when Edward is there, like, he's only looking at her. And she's, like, trying to put it together that, like, no one else can see Monty. Mm-hmm. And that's what he says. He's like, don't worry. Oh, fun fact. You're the only one who can see me. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, then... um she's still freaking out. She's like, I need to get out. So she goes out for a walk just in like her pajamas and Monty's just following her the entire time talking to her. And she looks like a crazy person uh, yelling at the air, <laughs> just like shouting at nobody really. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was interesting. Cause she's like, it's funny when like shows uh, refer to other shows that exists and she's like i've seen the movies i've seen the shows like i need to say something or whatever that's gonna get you to go away to be gone or to like pass over or something and he's like she's like what do i say what do i do and he's like i don't know (laughs) there's no instructions like it's very poorly run and i just (laughs) i thought that was really funny that dead people don't know what to do how sad is that (laughs) yeah okay so anyway she gets a phone call from sam and um her friend and she leaves a message and it was just like last night you said some really not great things and i think that you should apologize to lexi one because she's become a friend of mine but also she's the boss so you need to like step it up Next, we see Nell walk into Lexi's, like, really grandiose office. Um, It just definitely adds to her, like, stuck-up, you know, persona. So anyway, it didn't necessarily go over well. It's not necessarily that Lexi, like, forgave her. They ended up playing this little game where they just said things that they thought about each other without any repercussions. And it got pretty intense. And it came out that Lexi only hired Nell back because Sam said that she was in a tough spot. And so since Lexi and Sam are close now, Lexi pretty much just rehired Nell because she was doing it for Sam. And then Lexi said, like, you better perform well from now on or else, like, you're fired because it doesn't matter who you're friends with. Mm -hmm. So um, there's pressure on. To like, I guess, do a good job, which I think there should be like, I feel like you can't just go, you can't leave work or like quit a job and then go back and think that you're going to be in the exact same position. Yeah. But she also like wasn't in the same position. She was hired at like a,
1: a lower position than what she was.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I just. It'd be I'm hard to of- go
1: back to the same like after leaving a place to go back to the same job, I don't know. But then I think about like if I were to go back as a teacher in New Jersey, I would love that. I loved being a teacher in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. So, but I wonder if things, there definitely would be things that would be different and things that would change. But yeah, anyways. All right. So next then she, is this when then she goes to dinner mm-hmm. with Monty? Yeah. And she's like, I feel so crazy. And she's sitting at the table (laughs) and they're talking and she's like, look at me. I'm just sitting here. I look like all done up. Like I look like that lady over there. Look at her. She's wearing that awful necklace. Mm -hmm. And he's like, well, maybe that necklace is, you know, something, a gift gift from her husband when he was in Spain. And then she, it like dawns on her. And honestly, honestly, this is the part of the show. It's the last four minutes that I went. Oh yeah, this is really good. Mm-hmm. And she goes, she, Gina Rodriguez is so good. Cause she kind of gets this, like, she starts crying and she's like, is that your wife? And he's like, yeah. And I wish I'd taken things like more for granted, or I wish I'd taken things for, you know, for what they were instead of just like looking at the failures that I'd had in life. Mm-hmm. And I wish I could just tell her how beautiful she is like one more time. And yeah. she, Gina Rodriguez takes out her earphone, and she's like, okay. And she gets (laughs) up and she just goes over and sits down next to this, this woman who's sitting there and she goes, I'm sorry if this is like out of place, but I just need to tell you how beautiful you look tonight. And then Mm -hmm. they sit down and they start talking and, and she's like, I love your necklace. She goes, I know it's a little gaudy, but my husband Monty gave it to me Mm -hmm. and then it clicks. And it's just like such a touching scene. I think because you realize, like I think at that up until that point, everything has been about how things are affecting um now is that her name now yeah. yeah and and then in that moment she realizes like oh my gosh i can like like he wants nothing more than to like say something to his wife and so she does and and uh at the end of the episode she's like in her office or she's in her home i actually like this scene a lot and she's like prior to this her room has been disgusting like boxes everywhere <laughs> and in this yes. scene like you can tell she's like unpacked her room her bedroom looks really nice and her roommate comes in and he's like hey for your information like we don't call it Asperger's anymore it's called (laughs) autism spectrum disorder and it makes it that I need routine and I need Mm -hmm. this and I'm sorry I know I'm not easy to live with and she's like well I'm not easy to live with either anyways it's just this really nice moment and then when she's in the office she's they read the the obituary and it's really beautiful and then they're like okay your next case is this woman who's was a dim sum restaurant and then it's this woman (laughs) just shows up. So, and that's the end of the episode. So it's, I think it's really well done. I think what I liked about the show is it was very light, very silly. Mm -hmm. um, But also like that last four minutes was so heartwarming that to me, it was like, Oh, there's more to this. And then also like watching it a second time, I noticed more of the humor in it that Mm -hmm. I didn't recognize the first time I saw it. So I think What is – I mean, the only thing I could really think of in this is just, like, how difficult it is to leave a place. And I don't want to get too deep into it because I don't think the show is this deep. But, like, when you leave a place and then you try to go back Mm -hmm. and insert yourself with the same friends and the same job maybe even and the same routine, like, you never – in my opinion, you can never go back to – Those places. And I think they're showing that really well that, like, you can adapt. Like, there's been times I've left home, like Minnesota when I went to college, and then I came home and it was different than when I came home, but I adapted with my friend group. Mm -hmm. Um, But I haven't been back to New York since I left. And I know everybody has, like, moved on and changed and grown, whereas, like, my memories of New York are frozen at that time when I left. And so I think she does a really good job showing this. I like that it's like, she's a hot mess, but she's not like, she's not complete. Like it's clear her life has been upended. Um, but she's not just like this hopeless mm-hmm. mess of a person who's just like ruining everything. It's not that heavy, mm-hmm. which I like. So
0: I agree. Yeah. There is a a moment that's before they go to dinner with her and Monty, where they're kind of having a heart to heart in her bedroom. And She's admitting that she is having a really hard time. She's feeling like disconnected from mm-hmm. people. And I feel like I've experienced that. I mean, I have left. Like I was in San Diego for school and then I left. And I was gone for like three years because yeah. I was living in Romania and I was living in Germany. And and then I go back and a lot of my friends were gone. Yeah. So that's also different. I mean, maybe if they were there still, I would have, maybe it would have been harder. I don't know. But it was just different that like, I didn't have a lot of friends when I went back to San Diego. Um, And then the friends that I did see, it was like, oh my gosh, how are you? I don't know. It was just, it was hard to connect again. And then like, I had been through so much stuff in my life yeah. that they hadn't experienced and then vice versa. Like they had done things that I wasn't a part of. And so yeah. it was just like, well, I guess we're different now. And it's it's like kinda sad, but then also you think, um, or I had to remind myself, like, well, it's just a newer phase of my life. Absolutely. You know? And like I've learned things and they've yeah. learned things. And like, I don't know, maybe if we're not super close now, that's not a terrible thing, maybe. I no, know.
1: I think that's a really good, I think that's a really I like this kind of conversation because it reminds me of when I first went to grad school, I was leaving Minnesota Mm -hmm. and I had like been there for three or three years, I think, before deciding to go to grad school. And I was like best friends with my friends there, the people I worked with. It was like people I went to high school with I would like reconnected with and we'd all grown like in our different ways, but just, we're still super close. Mm -hmm. And I remember the night before I left, I like, I'm not a journal writer, but I wrote down in this Mm -hmm. notebook, like, this is like the night before I leave. And I know I will never be here again. I know Mm -hmm. I'll never be in this place again. And like, at the same time, I can't ever imagine like loving people as much as I love my friends here. Mm -hmm. And, I remember when I was, like, getting ready to go to New York, my whole plan was, like, graduate, come back to Minnesota, right? Mm -hmm. Two years. And it just obviously didn't happen. And when I left New York, I remember having that exact same thought. Like, I will never have, like, friends and people who I connect with and love more than I love and connect with these people in New York. Mm -hmm. And I moved to California And that's obviously never, ever going to be the case because every time you move somewhere else, it's like an opportunity to make like new friends and look at, you're like a sister to me, you know? And if I'd stayed in Minnesota, I would have never like moved out past that. Yeah. That, that connectedness. I wouldn't have grown how I've grown and changed how I've changed and met people in ways that I haven't. If I stayed in California, I wouldn't have met all the people here. I wouldn't be here for my nieces and nephews I wouldn't so it's just life I think I like this show because it's like a very silly depiction of that Mm -hmm. and I hope though that like at some point it does come around to it wasn't a complete waste that you moved to London like you grew too and these are things that like yeah. you grew, so hopefully they show that. But if they don't, eh, whatever. <laughs> I do. It's not <laughs> well that good.
0: in the first few episodes, probably not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't. I, I yeah. haven't really seen that yet. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, let's talk about reviews. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. On IMDb, the rating for overall the show, um, not dead yet, is a six point six. Oh. I kind of thought that was low, but okay. I think that's a little low, too, actually. The pilot episode on IMDb gets a 6.9. Oh. Huh. Not much better. Now, Rotten Tomatoes, audience <laughs> score, 82%. That feels accurate to me. Yeah, and that's much higher than IMDb. <laughs> just, this is great. And then critics score on Rotten Tomatoes, 47%. <sighs> <laughs> oh, wow. That is a.
1: What do they call it? A What do they call it?
0: That's a flop. A flop. Is that's they? a squashed. A splat. Tomato. That's, oh, that's a splat. Right. Mm.
1: Anyway, the show it's is not, not lit. It's not lit in the <laughs> in the realm of critics
0: yeah i but guess but audience people like it
1: like it yeah audience members do like it on rotten tomatoes not imdb yeah it's like uh ant-man and the wasp and quantum mania oh, horrible critic review and super high audience
0: review not from us Ew, gross <laughs> yeah not from these two people <laughs> okay anyways keep going. Um, so anyway there are um i feel like overall they're kind of just average um reviews from like <laughs> viewers and from people. So from Roger Ebert, this is from Christina Escobar. And uh yeah, she goes through the whole show, but then she says, thankfully the lesson of the week format doesn't venture into after school special because the show takes its characters problems seriously, never condescending, but rather approaching each person with empathy. It also helps that Nell's issues are consequential but not insurmountable existing on a relatable human scale i like that i think that's kind of what you were saying Brittany, when you were saying like yeah she doesn't have her life together but also she's not you know
1: she's not unlikable and it's not like she's this like person who's like slough like sloughed around and just not done anything it's a person who's going through grief and trauma
0: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah She goes on to say, this focus on the human condition is also why it's so nice to visit the cheerful, accepting world of not dead yet. Who wouldn't want to spend half an hour a week in a place where newspapers are thriving, ghosts are here to help, and everyone's life has a purpose? And I think that's true. It's a very, yeah, lighthearted show. It does have some morals and things, kind of lesson of the week type of thing, and And, like, who doesn't want that? Well, maybe some people don't want that.
1: (laughs) I think it's, like, very ABC-esque. Like, it's, like, a very sitcom, silly... It's not, like, Abbott Elementary, where I'm, like, laughing so hard. But it does (laughs) seem like something that could definitely grow, you know? Mm -hmm. So I, Mm -hmm. I like that light review where it's, like... To me, it feels like the like light ABC version of like shrinking a little bit,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> with a little bit more, a little less like moral. No, not less moral, but less like uh, ethical. Yeah, ethical or inner turmoil and true trauma and grief that they're actually like targeting yeah. every week. Anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways, okay.
0: So. Do you want right. to go through um, your ratings out of five flames? Sure. Okay,
1: so our. Ratings we rate on um out of five flames, acting and actor slash characters. That's kind of our first group and category, and then we have music or soundtrack. Um, then we have the script, and makes me want to watch it more, <laughs> and then our overall score, average mm-hmm. kind of score. So acting and act like I gave it for this first pilot episode kind of like a th- 3.5 I feel mm-hmm. like it was good but I didn't really get invested in anything until that last like four minutes Yeah, because I was just like I don't care I've seen this story before I've seen the story with Gina Rodriguez before like in the <laughs> movie where she was in I don't know if you remember that movie she was in um, where she's oh, moving and like with the boyfriend yeah it's like this story but it's like the back end of this story oh. <laughs> <laughs> but like I feel like we've seen this and so for me I was like okay whatever this is cool Um, but yeah, I think at the end it, it sort of brings it around a little bit more. And also the second time I watched it, I thought it was a little bit better, but, um, yeah, 3.5 music. I liked the songs that they picked. Um, I thought it was charming. I thought that the score was nice. Um, so I'm going to give that four out of Mm five, the script. Um, I'm going to say four out of five as well. I was going to say 3.5, but I think four is pretty solid because it's a, it's a unique idea or it's at least a reimagining of a mm-hmm. u- unique idea of things we've kind of seen before, but with a charming cast. So I think that yeah. the cast is what really makes the script pop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of like Project Runway. So, <laughs> um, okay. Makes me want to watch it more. Um, after we watched it, I think Kami and I watched it the first week it came out. Okay, I was like, Oh, this is cute. But then I didn't like, I didn't, I haven't watched any more episodes. Mm. So I do want to go back and watch more, but that initial pilot, I would say, like, I don't know, for me personally, it's probably more like a 3.5 where I was like, i like this. I think it's cute. It's not like I'm going to, in my opinion, I'm not going to record it every week and watch it. It's one that I might be like, oh, I'm sick today. I'm going to just watch all of these episodes. Right. Yeah. But I'm not like, it doesn't make me want to keep watching it after the pilot episode. So 3.5. My overall score, I did not do the math on this, but I'm going to say somewhere between like a 3.75 out of five flames. Okay. Not, I don't think it's bad in any way. I don't think it's like, I think it's really cute. It's not something that I probably would like add to my repertoire, but mm-hmm. I would recommend this to people. Like I would say, Hey, it's really cute. You should watch it. Cause I think you would like it. Yeah. And I don't dislike it. I think it's really fun and I will probably continue to watch it. But yeah.
0: Okay. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, it does. That's I like Brittany. that. That's a Britney review, right?
0: Yeah. I yeah. think actually we're really similar, but we kind of flip-flop on a, a few things. Okay. So acting, I gave a four out of five. Um, I think the acting was good. I think the characters are all right for like a f- first episode. Assuming you're going to watch more,
1: yeah, because uh, you
0: definitely learn more. Also, Gina Rodriguez, I just think, is really great at like facial expressions. Oh, she's
1: she's a good comedic physical actress. She is.
0: Sure. And then also when she starts crying, like it's just it's really real. Yeah, uh, she has a really good crying face. Agreed. <laughs> so that's four out of five. Soundtrack, um, I gave a three point five out of five. Hmm. there were only i want to say two songs song songs um in the show and one of them was during karaoke during her birthday party which also i love karaoke so that's a uh, we plus.
1: do love karaoke <laughs> fact, anna marie, pause anna marie got me a karaoke microphone for christmas slash my birthday and also the reason why i love Ana marie as much as i do is she got one for me and then she got one for her as, like, kind of part of my gift,
0: right? Mm-hmm. Like, it was like, mm-hmm. oh,
1: yeah, I got one for myself, too. Because nobody wants to share one microphone when you're singing duets.
0: <laughs> no, okay. I do that hey, all everyone. the time. I yeah. get you something and I get my myself the same thing. It's the best. Yeah. So, yeah, there was karaoke. There. Towards the end, um, like, kind of when Nell is, like, learning her lesson, uh-huh. there is – kind of this the cliche like voiceover yeah um as sh- as there's like kind of montage clips of different characters and things and at <laughs> during that time they're playing pink pinks uh perfect mm-hmm. song. Uh, okay so anyway mm-hmm. and then yeah. and then like scene transitions it has little tiny upbeat music so it is what it is I gave 3.5 out of five for script I also gave 3.5 which I feel is kind of low for me. because yeah, We all know you can give pretty high yeah. scores. Um, I think starting out with the like voiceover with the direct introduction of Nell, I don't know. It's just like, okay, like could we not have gotten that organically kind of or like yeah. in a smarter way? Um, and then also it just seemed like Too many things in one episode and not enough of the good stuff. Like you mentioned, it's like the last four or five minutes of the show. It's like, oh my gosh, this is what I wanted the whole time. I wanted her to learn more about the dead guy Mm -hmm. and him help her realize things and all. Like I wanted that to be most of the show. And actually, I think later episodes are more like that, but not the pilot. And I'm just thinking. Hi, the pilot is the one that's supposed to grab people's attention. Yeah, Um, absolutely. So I think they spent too much time on certain things, and I just didn't think it was a good use of uh, the first episode. So that's 3.5 out of 5. Makes me want to watch it more. I gave it a 4 out of 5. I do like shows like this. They are lighthearted, funny, um, kind of heartwarming because you learn things and you know, I love dead people. <laughs> is that a weird thing to say? Uh, I like learning things from uh, dead people, and um, I did watch all the episodes that have that were out. And they're quick. Yeah, they're only twenty, you know, something minutes with no um, commercials or thirty minutes. I think the hardest thing is if you, like you said, you watched it when it first came out. There was only one episode because yeah. it's a week show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like I know that channels like still put out shows like that but in the day and age of like streaming it's um you have a you have to have a pretty damn good pilot yes to to really catch people to be like oh my gosh next week on wednesday or thursday morning or whatever so anyway that's four four to five that's pretty good i think overall my averages or maybe i round to a 3.75 and that is what you save. yeah it is the same
1: also i just thought about that like pilots you had to have a dang good pilot in a lot of like think like Lost that's probably still like my favorite pilot ever ever seen in my entire life.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because you were going week by week, mm-hmm. but you also didn't have anything to compare it to. So if you didn't have a super solid pilot, if there was enough hype around your show, people would keep watching to see if it was going to be good. Whereas now there's like, oh, it's not it's not great. Okay, cool. I can literally stream seven other shows that are dropping this yes, week you know I know. so it, i think it's easy for us to forget about shows that yeah. have that um okay well
0: i so think that's we're feeling, good yeah we're feeling a little empathy for tv show makers a little bit i think <laughs> so i mean it.
1: it's like you would just have to i don't know if it's empathy or just like hey you got to step up on like your life what your hard. what your pilot episode no maybe <laughs> i don't know um okay so you can watch uh i almost said dead to me you can watch not dead yet i think it debuts or it uh releases episodes wednesdays on wednesdays um on abc or you can watch all of the currently available episodes on hulu or watch the hulu episode on thursday <laughs> Yep, that's um but yeah okay cool okay let's talk about next week So, next week we have discussed, um, we will be doing a show that came out a couple years ago called Welcome to Flatch. (laughs) Um, It's on Hulu. It is a mockumentary style show and it's like 30 minute episodes. So, we're going to do that next week. How do you feel about Mm -hmm. that, Anna Marie? Yep. Feel good? Okay. Yeah, of course. It's entertaining. Okay. Um, All right. Well, you can follow us on Instagram at pilot. Oh my gosh. Pilotlights.podcast <laughs> on Instagram. And you can follow us at pilotlights on Facebook. Um, mm-hmm. share us. Rate us. Love us. That's all we want. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, Annemarie, I will talk to you next week. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Bye.
0: Bye. And there's, it's so funny. Sometimes my mom like doesn't get things uh, the first time. And then, so he's singing, he ends up sh- like singing the Dracula musical song <laughs> the rock in opera. front of like all these people in this like Hawaiian bar or whatever. <laughs> and at the very end, you know, he's like, Die, die, die. I can't. <laughs> But then there's another scene, and i like, I am laughing hysterically. Again, it is hilarious, and I don't remember the scene of the movie, but he's like, die, die, die. I can't. And then my mom is just sitting on the couch, she's like, oh, I get it.
1: Because he's Dracula. Because he's a he vampire. Can't, he can't die. He's a, he's a vampire. Oh, that's funny. He's like, good job, mom.